Hello and welcome to our second live show from this year's Tradfest. Oh yes. They were rowdy last night, they're even rowdier tonight. We are here once again in the Conference Centre in Dublin and what a show I have lined up for you this evening. True legends of the music scene will share this stage with me this evening. I feel overwhelmed by it all. Janice Ian wrote her breakthrough hit, Society's Child at the Age of 14 in 1965. It was the first charted song to speak about interracial romance, which won her a first top 20 hit and a gold record. Of course, she didn't stop there. Known for songs like Jesse, Stars, Fly, Fly Too High, and the great, iconic Grammy winning at 17 from her five times Grammy nominated album Between the Lines. She continued to perform and record right up to the release of 2022's The Light at the End of the Line. The intention had been to tour with that album, but damage to her vocal cords has forced Janice to retire from singing. However, on Sunday night at the National Stadium, as part of Tradfest, she will be honoured in a special concert, Janice Ian, A Life Between the Lines, with a lineup of exceptional artists performing her songs. Mary Black, Wallace Bird, Aoife Scott, and rising star Toshin, to mention but a few. Please welcome Janice Ian. clapping it's fantastic <laughs> they are nearly as excited as i am janice it is a total honor to be sitting on a oh, stage thank you sean opposite you and your guitar and my guitar yes <laughs> i had it soldered to my shoulder before i left <laughs> <laughs> well i suppose it saves buying the extra uh, t the seat on the plane does it for uh, it if yeah you but it's really difficult to get it onto the plane past the security <laughs> they notice it do they they do <laughs> have to have a special coat made <laughs> Um, you know, I was, I was trying to think of that moment when you heard, Janice, I'm afraid your vocal cords are in a state now. You, you're not going to be able to sing anymore. Yeah. What, uh, that what was, was uh, that? I got some weird virus that was not COVID. I managed to make it through three months with my crew with no COVID. And then one night I woke up and I felt like my throat had exploded. It was the weirdest feeling. And... Um, I went to doctor, and I went to doctor, and I went to doctor and specialists, and finally Joan Baez, her doctor, recommended a specialist in my area. And on a Friday, she took film, and she showed me that I had scarring on my vocal cord. And then on Monday, I saw them again, and I said, well, if I work really hard, I'll sound like myself, right? And they were honest, and they said, no, you'll never sound like yourself again. And uh, we were leaving on tour Wednesday. It was Monday. So I spent Tuesday calling everyone. And then just sort of in shock, you know, moving through. Um, just trying to do the right thing by the, my crew and the fans. And, and, of course, the promoters who had sunk a lot of money into the touring. I was supposed to end my touring career after two years of going around the world at the National Stadium, which is where I had started my first show in Dublin. So for me to be able to go back to the National Stadium on a stage I thought I'd never be able to walk on again, it's astonishing. It's, uh, it's miraculous. It's amazing. 
And and Aoife Scott, who will be speaking to, is a big part Aoife's, of that. Aoife, that it was miracle. all Aoife's idea. This yeah. is her fault, really. <laughs> it's her fault you're here. It is entirely well, her fault that I'm here. I'm very happy to blame her for that. I am as well. <laughs> I, I was wondering, because I was thinking about this idea. I mean, you are, you have been, you are a singer-songwriter. You always have been a singer-songwriter. Oh, yeah. your, your songs tell stories. Your songs sometimes are, are, a, are a cry to, a call to action. Your songs sometimes are a, an expression of happiness, of sadness, of good times, of bad times, and there are a whole bundle of other things uh, as well. But you're a singer-songwriter for all the songs we know so far, so the two things are, as they say in Irish, yeah, fitchafuche is the Irish term, they're intertwined, yeah, tied they up are. together. What, what, is, what has happened on your perspective on that since the diagnosis regarding... Honestly, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I, I'm still trying to travel my way through it because I've sung since I can remember. I'm, I'm I remember being two or three and sitting on my father's knee and singing. And then I started to play guitar and then I started to write. So I've been a writer since I was 12. I've been a guitarist since I was 10. It's all so intertwined that I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I keep telling myself, I write. I write short mm. stories. I write articles. I write on my Facebook page. I write. But it's not the same as songwriting. So I, I just don't know. And has that songwriting, uh, you know, when, when you've been doing it in the past and, and you're writing about an idea or an emotion, whatever it is, is it incomplete until you've sung it? No, because sometimes I <laughs> sing them really badly. Um, I mean, if I write a song that's not for me, you know, like I mm. wrote a song once for Donny Osmond or I might have written a song for someone like Nina Simone. So I'm not writing then for my voice. I'm writing for their voice and it never quite sounds right on my voice. So that, that's a good point. And I, yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you for that. Well, I, I'm wondering then, might that be one of the routes that will keep the songwriting going? I'll just say I'm writing for Leonard Cohen, who was one of my friends and heroes. So Not a bad guy go. to write for. Uh, I got to <laughs> sing with him on a record twice and duet, and he was a lovely man. Mm. You know, I think it's a... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> I mean, I'm American. We work at it. Yeah, but you, you were going to say something way more interesting than any question uh, I, I would know. ask. I, I think it's one of the great privileges when you have had a hit like At 17 that it opens doors for you. And it gives you access to people that you normally would never get to meet. So to have been able to work with people like Leonard um, has been just one of the great joys of my life. Ralph. Ralph doesn't remember Ralph McTell. But I was at BBC decades ago, and I was the only American, and I didn't know anybody, and I was kind of at a loss, and everybody went to the canteen, so I went with them, and they all knew what to order, and they were ordering biscuits, and where I come from, biscuits are for dogs. So <laughs> I had no idea what to do, and Ralph really took me under his wing and kind of told everybody I was okay and to be helpful, and he was great. He doesn't remember it at all, but he was great to me. But it strikes me that that's what music, uh, uh, lots of the arts, but music uh, in particular is, it's a communal, it's it a is. community activity. It's, it not a, it's not a solo thing. Well, it's because in order to write about the community or sing about the community, we've got to be part of the community. It's no good living in isolation if you're going to be my kind of artist. I don't know, graphic artists seem to do it all right, but singer-songwriters, songwriters, singers, we need people. Without people... What are we talking about? We're just looking at our own belly buttons and going, how wonderful am I? <laughs> we get, even I get bored with myself after a while. <laughs> 
Will we bring one of those people on, the, the woman who is, as we say, responsible for, yes, for this please. event? That's and a, that's she's going to do one of my favourite songs of all time. Yeah. Well, let's, let, because you do have the guitar with you, and as people I here do. in the hall can see, you're plugging it in, which I is very am, exciting. I am, I am, I um, miss it. Let us play, or let us call, please, on uh, the wonderful Aoife Scott, singer-songwriter herself, member of Irish Folk Royalty. Um, Janice was saying just briefly before we heard, it, th this was your idea, but it was kind of her idea before it was your idea, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I suppose, I guess I was talking to her on a podcast and um, I, I, I interviewed her for my Women in Note series. I have a gig in Tradfest called Women in Note and I asked her to be on it. And she talked about how she wasn't able to sing and, I, I, uh, and, and how she was supposed to be in Dublin to finish off her tour. And I was like, how can we get her here? and celebrate her because she's so incredible. I've never heard anybody speak and help young musicians like the way Janice does. And I just wanted to take her here and have her. <laughs> so it was a selfish thing uh, that I did. But, uh, and, then I, and then I just said, let's, let's do a tribute yeah. show. And that's how it happened, yeah. Thanks for being selfish, it was a wonderful <laughs> thing. Um, this, is a, this is a beautiful song, quite a recent song, really. Um, it's from your 2004 album, isn't it, uh, Billy's Blues? Billy's Bones, yes. Billy's Bones, beg your pardon. It's, um, it's a song based on uh, Woody Guthrie had a little scrap, and it was just a couple of lines. It was, if I could only hear my mother sing again, if I could close my eyes and hear her voice. And then Woody's daughter, Nora, gave me the scrap and said, can you do anything with this? And I said, I think so. <laughs> Let's hear I hear you sing again. Yes. I could only hear my mother sing again If I could close my eyes and hear that voice as then All friends and family would sing along with me And set your spirit I hear you sing again 
they'll be they'll be wiping the floor in the national stadium. I know. Doesn't I she sound great on it? But she sounds like it was. She yeah. sounds like. She sounds like it was written for her. Uh, there's no greater uh, compliment for a songwriter than if another artist takes their work and makes it their own. There's nothing better. And I guess that, that is what is probably ahead now, and certainly for this night in the National oh, Stadium. Hearing others amazing. sing your song was like yeah, that. It's what's, exciting. What's the emotion? I mean, the emotion of that song is heart-stopping. What's the emotion of hearing it from somebody? Because it takes on all sorts of levels. I hear your voice again. has a new meaning now. I hear you sing again. Well, we rehearsed it, so I knew it would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it would be this good. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. There is, there is one other little song that oh, I think people might want to hear a little ah. bit of. <laughs> would you? I learned the truth at 17 That love was meant for beauty queens And high school girls with clear skin smiles Who married young and then retired and the valentines I never knew The Friday night of youth were spent on one more beautiful at 17 I learned the truth and those of us with ravaged faces lacking in the social graces desperately remained at home Inventing lovers on the phone Who called to say come dance with me And murmured vague obscenities It isn't all it seems At seventeen Just hearing you, Janice, just hearing that little guitar riff coming out, there are a load of people out there. I don't know if bedsit in Rathmines will mean anything to you, but bedsit in Rath a bedsit in Rathmines was where many of us as teenagers wept listening to that song Aww. and put ourselves in the shoes of, of the singer, thinking, yeah, that's me. <laughs> And it struck me as I listened to that song, that is as much a protest song, and that is as much a call to arms as it is a broken-hearted love song. I think of it more as a call to arms. In fact, when Tasheen comes on, I think she's going to do a song called Resist, and I always say Resist is the bookend to At 17, because when I wrote At 17, I was young and I was full of... I don't mean to make light of the song, but I was full of angst, you know? But as I got older and I thought about what it is to be 
someone, particularly a woman, with such expectations from the world that you fit into a certain slot, instead of having angst, I got angry. So it's, mm, it's two it's sides changed. of the same coin. Well, listen, you mentioned Toshin. Let's call Toshin on now, and she is, she is oh, going yay. to sing that Resist song for us. Come on ahead, come ahead, Toshin. With her guitarist, Lewis Young. Let's just hear it, Toshin, because I think Janice has set it up beautifully for us. Okay, let's give it a go. You'd be good. For what it's worth, I asked her to sing it. This was my call, and I gave her the hardest song on my last album because I thought she could pull it off. So, no pressure. At all. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's always something technical that goes wrong at the most beautiful moment. And you know what's amazing is how good a radio presenter you are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm angling for a job, actually. Well, listen, um, I have to be somewhere at 8 o'clock, so maybe after that. <laughs> but not before that, but yes, please. Um, well, look, we, we are, why don't you talk a little bit, because this is from the recent album. Um, the, it is. What you it thought, is. well, what is the last album? Well, I said last, it was going to be my final yeah. studio album, because I thought, after this, I want to do projects with my friends, and I want to go on the road with my friends, but I don't want the pressure of going out on my own anymore mm. and being responsible. Because like Aoife, I'm self-managed. So it's, it's a 24-7 job. And so I was calling this my last studio album. I didn't think that it would be my last album. And I'm, I'm thinking back to the song we heard uh, about, you know, the last one, the hearing about the mother. I hear, I, you hear you, I hear you sing again. How responsible, how encouraging was she in letting you get to the point where you could oh, shout out, resist. Both my folks were amazing about that. My dad always did the dishes. He always washed. He always did the laundry. Um, there was none of that in my house, and it was a real shock when I grew up, and I discovered that there was such disparity. It was shocking to me. I mean, when I was 13, and I had, I had uh, memorized... Dun. And I had worked for, for days on that... Rolling Stones lick, and I went and I tried out for a band, and they said, oh, man, you're great, but you're a girl. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Well, so? I mean, so? <laughs> so, anyway, well, my family I, were great. I, Are you all fixed? I think, I think we're good Excellent. to go now. Right, let's Excellent. have well done. resist. Well done. Thank you, guys. Bye. 
buddy that she's just like all the rest How long? 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 Tell me I'm ugly so I'll buy your crap Tell me you want me so I don't talk When I cover up my skin hair Tell me that my body bears a prominent stain Tell me we can marry if I give up my name oh, Call me your baby so I'll never grow up Tell me you love me when you only wanna f f f Funny how I whisper and you think it's a roar Authenticity changes your reality. I know it's hard to believe for the yelling in your ear, and it's the only song you're able to hear. But you raise up your fist and you rant, says and you whisper, I will not disappear. 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 Absolutely stunning, absolutely stunning. And Toshin, Toshin will be back later on to sing one of her own songs. But that sounded, and I guess that's a joy to you, that sounded like her song as well, didn't it? The way she did, she, she, she has owned it. I was looking around for who I wanted to do the show, and there were some old friends like Mary Black, but I was just looking at new, younger artists who could bring something, and I was thinking, boy, I would love to have Resist. And I know a lot of you are musicians who are listening and who are watching right now. You can appreciate how difficult it is to do a song like that with nothing but a guitar. Because even on my album, where it's mostly just me and a guitar, I've got the drums and yeah. I've got the bass. So to pull that off with just a voice and a guitarist is amazing. And I knew she had it when she said to me, basically, well, it's not just a linear song, it's a group of songs. And I went, yes, ma'am, take it. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Listen, let's, let's stick on a, another man who knows all about just a voice and a guitar and who knows what biscuits are. 
and who taught you what biscuits are. <laughs> Please welcome Ralph McTell. Did you know all those years ago when you told um, Janice what biscuits were, Ralph, that it would be brought up <laughs> several decades later in a very nice and complimentary way, it has to be said. Yeah. Um, you mightn't remember the specifics of the biscuits. Do you remember when you first heard Janice in? I mean, you were, oh, yeah. you were a couple of years older than her. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was with a publisher in London called Essex Music, and one day I got a call to come and listen to a song. I said, what, what do I want to come? You've, got, you've just got to hear this, this, this song. So I, I, I went up to the office and I said, go on then. And I was an aspiring writer myself, and they played me at 17. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over. It was just stunning. And I just said, how old is this guy? He said, he's only... I think you must have been about 18 or 19. Oh, 20 or whatever it was. Yeah, who's counting now? But it was just a, an incredible experience, and it's still one of my favourite songs. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. No, yeah, thank seriously. You. You, you I had no idea about that. <coughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that is a beautiful, I, I did not know that story, and that is a wonderful story too. However, you've, you've got a song that I think um, probably a bit like, dum, 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 dum. the minute you start this song, people are going to know what it is. Do we even need to say that? that I want oh, you to do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it, and, you, um, and if, you, if you remember any of the words out there, you know, just join in. That'd be nice. Yeah. Have you seen the old man in the closed-down market Kicking up the papers with his worn-out shoes In his eyes you see no pride and a loosely at his side Yesterday's paper telling yesterday's news so how can you tell me that you're lonely And you say for you that the sun don't shine Oh, let me take you by the hand and lead you through the streets of London And I'll show you something to make you change your mind Have you seen the old girl who walks the streets of London? Dirt in her hair and her clothes in rags. She's no time for talking, she just keeps right on walking, carrying her home into carrier bags. So how can you tell me that you're lonely And you say for you that the sun don't shine Oh, let me take you by the hand and lead you Through the streets of London And I'll show you something To make you change your mind 
And in the all-night cafe at a quarter past eleven Same old man sitting there on his own Looking at the world over the rim of his teacup And each tea lasts an hour And he wanders home alone So how can you tell me you're lonely And you say for you that the sun don't shine Oh, let me take you by the hand and lead you through the streets of London And I'll show you something to make you change your mind And have you seen the old man outside the Siemens mission? Memory fading with the metal ribbons that he wears And in our winter city the rain cries A little pity for one more forgotten hero And a world that doesn't care And so how can you tell me that you're lonely And you say for you that the sun don't shine well, Let me take you by the hand And lead you through the streets of London And I'll show you something To make you change your mind Janice and Ralph are going to stay with us. We'll be back from Dublin Castle after this break. Welcome back to this Arena Tradfest special from Dublin Castle. They're nearly as good as you two. Janice Ian and Ralph McTell still with me on stage. Uh, I mentioned to, to Janice about the people who cried into their bedsits when <laughs> listening to at 17. There were people who cried into their bedsits in Cricklewood and uh, places yeah. like that sure? when they heard Streets of London. Uh, wh wh what prompted that song, Ralph? Well, uh, it's come to uh, be so, thought of as, as something to do with homelessness. In fact, two of the characters in the song do have homes to go, and they're mentioned in the song. Mm. But when I was a little boy, I was kind of fascinated by the people that wandered through the city, but sort of were alienated from it. And it was, it was, that was the thing that fascinated me that I wanted to write about, because I had a friend who has a f had a few problems through drug misuse and stuff like that. And you know, as friends, you're trying to pull somebody out. And so this, the song, became examples as to why he, should, why he was lucky and he could have sorted himself out, really. But it got taken about homelessness, and I'm, I'm just happy that it makes people think about whatever, you know, and uh, it's like, it stayed the distance, rather like Janice. Yeah, but, but you're saying that, that you were a young guy yeah. when you noticed this. Yeah. Like, so was, was that a social consciousness? Was it just yeah. a, 
Yeah. And where, where did that come from? Janice was talking about her family and how they engendered that in her no, mind. No, I think we were, you know, after the Second World War, which is when I grew up, we were, everyone was poor. I mean, nobody had anything. And, but there were people even underneath mm. that level. But it was this, this idea of not leaving the city when you, if you were going to sleep on, the, why would you sleep under trees and the fields and the, and the romance of the road? But there's something about the town or the city that keeps people hooked into it. So they're within all that milieu, but they're not involved somehow. Mm, yeah. I don't know what it is. But that in it, but not part of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I noticed that you were very much in and part of the song when, when Ralph was <coughs> singing Streets of London, well, Janice. yeah, I mean, it's, it's Streets of London, of course. It, but, but you were you were fingering the, the chords. Yeah, uh, well, I keep looking for work as a backup player for him. <laughs> Yeah, telling me what biscuits are is one thing, but any <laughs> yeah, chance of a gig. Yeah. A job. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that balance for both of you? I mean, you, you've mentioned it, Janice, which is very interesting that at 17 is as much a protest song or a song of, of cry to arms as, as it is anything else. What is that balance for you, Ralph, between you know, writing a song that we want to listen to, that we want to hum along to, that we harmonise to, which is a vital part of it, mm. but that also says something underneath and bigger than that? Well, I think that's all we can do, isn't it? You know, yeah. as individuals, uh, the artist or the poet or the songwriter writes a song in the hope that it will reverberate, you know, have a resonance with people that hear it. Because we are powerless in the end. We can't control the situation. But by singing along and joining in or even learning the song, I think we've, we feel we're doing something. I think it actually does help. It's therapeutic. It and, does uh, help. It does help, yeah, I think. And do you think that help is, is two-sided, uh, Janice? I mean, uh, where if it's dealing with something that's very personal to you, um, that it helps you, but it also potentially helps the situation? Well, yeah, and I, I think any, especially songwriters, I yeah. think, try to hit the universal. You, you try to do something with your words that will relate, will let everybody relate to them. <coughs> and if you can, then those words begin to unite people. I look, in, in the States, what We Shall Overcome did. Absolutely, There's one yeah. song that everybody mm. knew. Everyone in the civil rights movement knew it, and when you sang it together, you felt the strength, the strength of everyone yeah, around yeah. you. Um, the other thing that strikes me with that song is it's almost like a working song, a song like, almost like a song of the fields because it has that refrain that everybody could sing. I noticed both of you have a, a little pick on your thumb mm. for, do, yeah. for your guitars. And you've often said, uh, uh, Ralph, I think that your songwriting is quite definitely coming from an English sense of sensibility, I, I like, is, yeah. whereas your guitar playing is coming from an American sensibility. Oh, definitely. Sensibility. I, well, I, was just, I, I am still in awe and fascinated by the African-American guitar players that played around the 20s and 30s and really would have probably liked to play pianos, but they evolved this beautiful right. rolling blues style of playing the yeah, guitar. Yeah, you could carry a guitar is, with you, that's you can't all I carry a piano. I do. I yeah, you can't carry a piano, you can now, but you couldn't then. But you know, but that style and, and the harmonies and the fact that you could have an independent bass line and a melody and everything still intrigues me. I still listen to it's those old fan guys. fantastic, yeah. yeah. And it's very folk music to have that bass yeah. line, you know, if you've got a... Something. And you can just imitate a bass and you've got the guitar going. And you've got and that's the whole, Janice on her own, folks, that's not me. <laughs> but no, but, you, but, but it's like, it's like, um, but it's, it's like you've got a little built-in orchestra and if you're a folk singer and you're always happening. up here alone, you, you've got to develop an orchestra and you yeah. try to turn it into a piano. Yeah. And the other thing that struck me as you played that, Janice, was, you know, um, if you think of today's rap and today's hip hop, 
you know, you could talk over that bass Coming line. Coming from the same place. It's, it's exactly the same kind of musical route. Mm -hmm. but, that, but that's why people like Pete Seeger call it the people's music. I mean, folk music is music that the people make. I, th I think the best line was um, Louis Armstrong. Somebody said, you know, is, it, is, it, is that folk music that you're doing? And he said, well, I don't, I'm not listening to a mule sing it. Yes. <laughs> so folk music is anything that people can sing and people can play. And so there's got to be a simplicity, but there's got to be a depth, like Streets of London. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I know what people can sing, and I guess they're going to sing along with you this time too, because they were certainly singing along a minute ago. Yeah. I'm sure Janice will be picking along as she listens to. Very quietly. Yeah. yeah. Very quietly. Claire to hear, is that where we're going yeah, next? Yeah, I'd love to, yeah. Uh, the one line poem mentioned by a, a fellow building site worker called Michael, that's all I remember back in about 1962, stayed with me and became this song. It's called From Claire to Here. There's four who share this room And we work hard for the crack And sleeping late on Sundays Well, I never get to mass It's a long way from Claire to here It's a long way from Claire to here It's a long, long way it gets further day by day It's a long way From Claire to here And when Friday comes around Well, Terry's only into fighting Me ma would like a letter home But I'm too tired for writing It's a long way From Claire to here it's a long way from Claire to here It's a long, long way and it gets further day by day It's a long way from Claire to here And it almost breaks my heart when I think about Josephine I told her I'd be coming home With pockets full of green And it's a long, long way From Claire to here It's a long way From Claire to here It's a long, long way And it gets further day by day It's a long way from Claire to here The only time I feel alright Is when I'm into drinking It sort of eases the pain of it And it levels out my thinking Oh, it's a long way From Claire to here It's a long way From Claire to here it's a long, long way and it gets further day by day It's a long way from Claire 
And I sometimes hear a fiddle play Or maybe it's a notion I dream I see white horses dance Upon that other ocean Oh, it's a long way From Clare to here It's a long way From Clare to here Oh, it's a long, long way And it gets further day by day It's a long way from Clare to here It's a long way From Clare to here Ralph McTell Thank you Ralph And thank you Janice We'll be back with more after this break Welcome back to Dublin Castle. What a first uh, two parts of the programme we have had, and even more joy for you now in this third part with me on stage. Neil Martin and Louise Mulcahy are uh, going to talk to us about uh, their upcoming show. Neil's uh, story of RMS Taylor, which is a Titanic type story that I think many people will just not know about, Neil. No, uh, I didn't know about it myself until uh, Martin Hart of the Tradfest told me about it and wondered if we could create something around it. So you just tell them, keep on the mic well, there and tell, it, tell them out there what it was. Uh, uh, in 1854, 170 years ago, Sunday passed, there was a, an iron-hulled clipper uh, leaving Liverpool, an emigrant ship on its way to Australia, and it had three compasses on board, but because of the iron hull, the compasses weren't reading straight. So it came out of Liverpool, and instead of kind of taking a left hammer down the Irish Sea, it came out in very stormy weather, came out of Liverpool and crashed into Lambay Island with the loss of about 350 lives. Um, tragic and, altogether. And, and the, the wreck is still there? The wreck is still there at Lambay. In fact, I visited this, I, I went out on a, a pal, Ken Rice, a colleague in the quartet, brought me out uh, in his boat and we hovered over the, the wreck site and we could see some traces on the sonar uh, 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 on the boat. But... Um, the, the, the reason I called the suite Ocean Child is because uh, there was a, a, a nine-month-old boy. He was the only infant to survive. His parents were both killed in the disaster. And a Church of Ireland minister in Dublin took him to his own house. And for the four weeks before they could establish the child's identity, the, uh, 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 the, he was known really just as the Ocean Child. And eventually his grandmother was traced to Hereford in England and uh, they were reunited. But for me, the notion of that title, Ocean Child, and the spiritual nature of that baby, really. Uh, and I guess that you're going to play an extract from the music for it. It reflects that part of the story. There's a real sadness in this. There is. Um, it's, the, you know, it's for narrator, string quartet, harp, and pipes, and boy soprano. So I have a boy soprano, uh, one of the St. Patrick's choristers, who will uh, fulfill that role. And Stephen Ray will read the West Ocean String Quartet, Louise and Michelle Mulcahy. And uh, I'm just so thankful to, to Martin Hart for, for bringing the idea forward and mm -hmm. indeed to Fingal County Council for enabling um, the project. So the, the, the air that we'll play is the kind of central air uh, uh, of Ocean Child. Let's hear it. So Ocean Child, Louise and Mulcahy on flute, Neil Martin on cello. 
stuff, haunting stuff indeed. Uh, some of the music there from Ocean Child, Neil Martin on cello, Louise Mulcahy on flute. As, as we're speaking, I'm going to get Toshin to come back out on stage because she's going to finish proceedings for us this evening. But as she's coming out, Stephen Ray will be the narrator on the night. Uh, I know that the event that's planned for um, Sunday, isn't it, yeah, is, is sold out. Well, are there plans to maybe have another few bashes at it? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I'd mentioned to Martin, wouldn't it be great if we were to do it in Glasgow, in Liverpool and in Belfast to start port towns where they built ships and would understand the narrative very, yeah. very well. So I'm, I'm very hopeful we'll have more outings. Right. Well, listen, thank you so much. Thanks so to yourself and thank you. Louise thank for coming you. in this evening. Um, I promised you that, that Toshin will be back on stage, and she is back. I remember that Toshin and Aoife Scott and a whole bundle of others at the National Stadium on Sunday night. Uh, as part of Janice and a Life Between the Lines. That will be a very special night indeed. And also tomorrow night, uh, it is uh, the Ralph McTell night featuring a load of Irish artists on stage with him too, celebrating his 80th birthday. Would you believe that? Yeah, I didn't believe it either. But uh, we're almost finished. We're going to go out with Toshin and one of our own songs, which I think has a bit of bit of protest in it as well, I think it's safe to say. But my thanks this evening to Janice and Aoife Scott, Toshin and Ralph McTell for everything they've given to us this evening. Uh, for Tradfest, Martin Hart, Claudine Murray, Colin Rogers and his team here at Dublin Castle for tonight and last night, of course, our own sound team of Paddy Carney and Kieran Cullen. Tonight's show was researched by Paula Shields, Niall Fitzmaurice and produced by Kay Sheehy. Fick no brain on, we'll be with you shortly, but I leave you tonight with Toshin and a song called Seriously. I need some money, give me time. I got a new commitment, I'm a woman of fine. I won't hold still, or sit down. This time will drive me crazy and I can make it from here. I'm gonna chase that train Back up some heat and follow my dreams Cause none of y'all taking me seriously And that's a problem you see You're gonna see my name in the lights Hear them scream Toshin I gotta find a crown for this queen Oh no, oh no Life got me so low, so low Can't hurt my ego, ego Now watch my And I'm ready to lose. I'm just like every other gangster, but I got on my own tree and I sing the blues. Now you're looking at me while I show you the way. Hey, out of your fantasy, hand of my hair. You can look, but don't touch, don't sacrifice the last bit of dignity left in your life. Ooh, you're gonna sing my name in the lights. <laughs> Hear them scream, Toshin. I gotta find a crown for this queen. See, no.
do it for myself. I do it for the love, the love, the love, the love, the love. I do it for myself. I do that alone. Yeah, yeah. I do it for myself. Toshin and her song, seriously, what a way to finish up two nights of great broadcasting from Dublin Castle, back at base tomorrow night. Find out everything that's happening on Tradfest on the website, tradfest.com. In the meantime, good night from Tradfest and Dublin Castle.